Hello, my name is Claire and welcome to the Loud and Clear Accounting Podcast. This is the Accountancy Podcast where I answer accountancy-based questions. Now, in this first series, I'm focusing on the startup questions and at the moment, focusing on those of you who have decided to trade through a limited company. In today's episode, I'm going to be answering the question, do you need a business bank account? Now, as always, before I answer the question, I need to do my two quick disclosures. The first is that I'm a UK-based accountant, so all the advice I'm going to give is towards UK-based companies and businesses. And the second is that because I'm in my office talking to myself, I'm going to have to generalise my advice a little bit. And to keep the podcast episode short, there are times where I'm going to have to simplify things a little bit as well. So if you would like more detail or you have some sort of follow-up questions, what you can do is visit my website, which is loudandclearaccounting.co.uk. And from there, you can book in a paid session with myself and we can go through those sort of additional questions that you have. So that's the disclosure out of the way. So let's get on with answering the question. So you've got your limited company. Do you need a business bank account? Well, the short answer is... 100% yes. You need a business bank account and that business bank account needs to be in the limited company name. And that is incredibly important. And the reason for this is because your limited company is a separate legal entity to yourself. So all of the money that your company makes and holds in reserves that does not belong to you. It belongs to the company. So if you've been trading sort of self-employed, so sole trader previously, you will need to close down that account and open a brand new account and have all of your clients informed of the new bank details and everything paid into that account. And that applies to every account. So it may be that you've got sort of your main current account with the day-to-day stuff. And you've maybe got sort of a savings account where you save for tax or even a couple of accounts. If you save for tax, maybe you save for sort of a rainy day as well. It could even be that you deal with different currencies. So you end up with a handful of accounts, some, you know, that is a dollar account, some that's a euros account, anything like that. Every single account that you have has to be in the limited company name. Now, what would happen if you didn't do that and you decided to continue to use your old sole trader account or you've been using your personal account? Well, because the money that your company makes doesn't belong to you, moving it into a bank account that does belong to you means that it will be treated as though you have withdrawn that money from the company. And there's clearly going to be some kind of tax consequence to this. Now, it could be if it's on the sort of smaller end, that actually just sort of overinflates the dividends that we need to put through the accounts. So it's going to increase your personal income and it's going to increase your personal tax. If there aren't enough reserves or you don't want to take it all as personal income, you could end up with an overdrawn director's loan account. Now, I'll talk about director's loan accounts in another episode. But if that goes overdrawn, so you owe money to the limited company, there are some very large tax consequences to that. And again, something I'll go into more detail, but that's why it's very important to keep 
the money that the limited company makes in bank accounts that are owned by the limited company, because we do not want you to pay you know, additional tax charges, whether that's on the smaller end in terms of dividends or the larger end in terms of additional sort of corporation tax penalties with an overdrawn director's loan account. Now, what would happen if there is a, just a delay? So say you decide to use a high street bank and you've got to go through some sort of security checks, uh, maybe um, submit an application to set up your limited company, but you've got clients and work lined up immediately. So there's going to be a bit of a sort of delay. They're going to have a sort of a crossover with people wanting to pay you, the expenses that need to be paid, but you haven't got that limited company bank account just yet. In those instances, you can use your personal account, but make a list of everything that has been paid in. And in an ideal situation, what will happen is that as soon as the limited company account is set up, you then transfer that money into the limited company. So you use your personal account as merely sort of a holding account until that limited company bank account has been set up. Now, another instance where you may need to use a personal account is if you're using a limited company account primarily, but then suddenly you have one client who needs to pay you in dollars or, you know, or another currency. And maybe your limited company account doesn't enable that to happen. Or maybe the charges attached to it are way too high and you know the most cost-effective way is to use your personal account or maybe even your personal PayPal account or Stripe account. Again, it is okay for that client to use that personal bank account, PayPal account, Stripe account. But as soon as they've paid that, you then need to transfer that money back into the limited company. Because if you keep it in your personal account, it will then need to be treated as that extra dividend or as that director's loan account withdrawal. So it was a very long way of saying when you've got a limited company, you absolutely need to have that bank account to keep that money ring fenced in the limited company so you don't incur any tax charges. But there will be instances where maybe you need to use a personal account. So it could be a delay in opening the limited company account. It could be that using personal accounts is cheaper than using the, the limited company. It could even be if you've had clients who have worked with you when you were self-employed and they haven't updated their bank details. Those one-off occasions are absolutely fine, but do make sure that you transfer the money into that limited bank account either as soon as you can or once it's been opened, because any money you keep in a personal account will be treated as personal income. So I hope that all makes sense and I will see you next week. Yeah.